So you guys, um, as you know, we are technology adjacent podcast, and this week was the WWDC, the Apple event. So, do any of you have anything to say about the keynotes? I haven't watched it, but I read it online. But I don't. I think Isan will talk about it. Yeah, I watched the keynotes. There were a lot of exciting things happening. Enough about Apple. Let's talk about keyboards. When a freestyle follows on, we are in conclusion. Follow us everywhere. Think free your style, Binada. Oh, should I? Wait, wait. Why am I doing it? Because you are the one who said let's talk about keyboards. Go. Okay, but before we talk about keyboards, why don't you give us a follow on Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn or Any other link we have put under this episode, we don't bite. We promise. Well, Elif is not here, so I can't promise in her behalf. But not not uh, these four people. They do not bite. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Like if we were eight, we would have been bite. But like yes, <laughs> in, on, unless numbers, we are just bits. <laughs> so keyboards. Uh, what what do you guys think? Like. Binel, you seem to be enthusiastic about keyboards. I am very interested. Give us a bash. Let me let me let me let me say something, guys. We were, we are not gonna talk about mechanical keyboards. No. I personally don't care about them. You can. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Binel. Izal, do you have anything to say about this? <laughs> You're always telling me how I should put myself more into the episode. Oh no, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I guess I need to drink Turkish coffee before recording. Sorry. You have made all, all you have made all five mechanical keyboard users cry listening to our episode as well. It's over oh, for them. If, if there are five <laughs> mechanical keyboard listeners, keyboard mechanical keyboard users that also listen to our episode, that's like half our demographic. So you should pay more respect to them. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I hope oh, this no. is not the episode you decided to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> But like, uh, there's there's a very reasonable explanation uh, because keyboard mechanical keyboards are very expensive and we are poor, so we can't really afford exactly. mechanical keyboards enough to exactly. talk about them. Also, they are too loud. I'm sorry. I like I call with people. I don't want to. I I don't want them to listen to my keyboard all call like. What is wrong it's with funny, you? It's funny. It's funny that it's that you're saying that because I always cut out your keyboard bashes from the episodes, Binada. <laughs> <laughs> and listen and think about how worse that would be if I had a mechanical keyboard. Like you should be glad. <laughs> I'm glad about. I mean, I, the effort would be the same. The cutting the same. <laughs> but like, if I forget any, I'm sorry, dear audience. If Binali's keyboard sounds was left in the episode, I just have a lot to say. Uh... Or a lot right. Exactly. Uh, what is the difference in this day and age? Uh, well, I am I am very enthusiastic about keyboards, and I definitely did not pivot the subject because I do not want to talk about anything Apple. But so okay. I think we should talk about Apple because I didn't really watch all the clips of the new AR thingy that Apple uh, introduced last week or so. Uh, But the way the interaction changes kind of question questions the uh, use of keyboards in the future, I guess. Uh, 
That's the yeah, like, main thing Apple will put. The only pointer they have is the fingers. But that's all. Well, my only... Before before we move on to Gabriel's only comment I can make about the Apple event is that only thing I've seen from it was the price tag of the AR thingy. And it made me laugh so much. So I appreciate Apple because I needed that laugh during these days in this country. But uh, to start off us, to, oh, that, that's not how English works. To start us off. <laughs> <laughs> to start us off. What keyboard are you guys using? Because I know we have at least one outcast here. <laughs> I, I use a Logi K380, uh, but I don't think that's the question. I use the one that is cheapest to buy in the store. <laughs> I use computers on, like, I mean, laptops on keyboards. Don't you also and have that keyboard? Also, like the one Isal should have suggested me, but I <laughs> bought it anyway. I mean, I bought it before yes, asking Isal, but Isal would uh, suggest <laughs> me the same keyboard. Enes keeps buying technologic things without talking with me first. I'm really <laughs> hurt by this, Enes. Yeah, Enes, if you are a technology uh, enthusiastic person who wants to not buy things without talking to Isal first, you can follow us on our social media. <laughs> <laughs> We have provided several links in the show notes, we hope. And... <laughs> You can use any of us, any of them to give us a follow and make comments about our very fun posts. Of course. Well, since all three of you have pulled your smart ass move on me, can we get back to the actual question and tell yes. me what keyboard layout you're using? A layout, that's what you're asking. I, I, I actually, <laughs> because we started with the mechanical keyboard, I actually thought you were talking about the device. <laughs> Yeah, like that was me though. Uh, mm -hmm. let, I'm I'm gonna put myself first. I'm using uh, Turkish Q layout, and no, not no um, F keys. I have functional keys instead of F keys. Oh. For our uh, international audience, who by this episode is more than half of our audience, would you please explain the difference between Turkish and non-Turkish keyboards? Um, like. Most of the other languages with um, extra letters compared to the English um, alphabets. Alphabet, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, we have U, yumuşak G, I, Ş, Ç, Ö as extra letters instead of most of the symbols you see. I mean, S, C, I, and G. With uh, extra like hats, we that, call that, it. Chedilla, uh, Chedilla. I don't remember those. Like I should have worked my typography lesson. We have letters instead of symbols. Yeah, in Turkish alphabet, there are some extra letters. So the mm -hmm. uh, keys for those letters replace the ones for punctuation in the standard keyboard. Like we have um, keys for dot and comma but all the other things we do with combinations like two dots is shift regular dots semicolon is shift comma stuff like that and instead we yeah. have all these turkish letters at the right right side of the regular keyboard then some other differences we will talk about today and which is kind of feels eclectic in a way because The F keyboard, as I mentioned earlier, 
is uh, built for the Turkish alpha, for, for the Turkish language in back in Correct. I don't know in 50s or so mm-hmm. uh, 55 if I am not wrong I guess it's with the Marshall plan they put on prog- they started a program I mean for other countries they were going to um, put forward the development plans for the technology I guess I don't know for the history of those okay <laughs> by the way just for this episode dear uh, listeners of in conclusion I am not gonna cut out the keyboard bashing sounds No. <laughs> oh no! I was just checking the years. Hang on, let me let me let me sing you the song of my people. <laughs> okay, um, fun. I, I'm uh, sure Discord called you and picked them up, but I can see them on my yeah, yeah, recording. It <laughs> yes. But it's it's okay, Vinelli. I can I can he- feel all of them. <laughs> like it was like maybe it was with Marshall Plan. Uh, that they started uh, a program, a development program for the countries to adopt uh, keyboards and typewriters in their country. Uh, like as many people, maybe our audience don't know, but I believe they know about the reason QWERTY keyboard is like positioned each letters into a way that they don't jam the typewriters in a way. So. Uh, they developed a keyboard for the Turkish language as well in the 50s. And with that, it was the official keyboard that you can find. I mean, keyboard layout, you can find it on every governmental organization back until 90s. Like, that's the only keyboard that was used in the, all, in the whole country. Yes, uh, uh, until I... Gotten to high school, I think like uh, 2010s. Uh, even the schools had only F keyboards. Yeah. I know from good authority that government uh, government organizations still use F keyboard in their internal uh, systems. No, like, no, they change it. No, no, no. They change the obligation to use it. Now people can use QWERTY instead. Well, that's something I want to like talk about. Sort of but like then. I haven't finished yet. Sorry. Oh, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> so like it was back until like 90s or so, and like and until 20s, people started using personal computers. With that, they adopt QWERTY instead of F keyboards mostly. So uh, pe- with the people using more QWERTY keyboards, uh, I mean Turkish QWERTY keyboards, uh, there were like two sides of this, like. Some people used uh, like uh, officials, government workers, officials were using F keyboards or in schools, they were teaching F keyboards, but in their homes, they were using QWERTY keyboards. Like it started like two side of things. I don't know the wording. And then I think it was in 2000s or 2010s that they removed the obligation to use F keyboards in the uh, official go- government's offices so that changed but some people still use f keyboards like me okay (laughs) very special let me quickly say this in the government there are places where they keep their data that is not allowed to go out so in order to work with that data you need to go there and use those computers Mm -hmm. that they have there these are not connected to internet 
But you can do your operations on the data and take out the printouts and then leave. But the computer is their computer. And one of my friends works with such a computer and that computer uses F, key F keyboard. That's what I was talking about previously. I see. Okay. What, what I was talking about is like when I was in middle school, my father used to work in government, like in Ministry of Justice. And like I used to go to his office. And they had office computers, like the ones that belong to the government. And all of them, like these are ones that are connected to internet for like, they can be used for personal use, but they are for work use. And all of them had F keyboards only. And this is like late 2000s. Then last year, uh, I did my internship uh, at, the, at the government. And then when I, uh, when I was in there, Every computer, like every official computer had QWERTY. There was not a single F keyboard in the whole building. Yeah, that, that would be true. So, you know, maybe we should also talk about the significance of this uh, difference. Because like, for an, I'm, I'm imagining if you're an American person or if you're a British person, uh, you probably pay very little thought to having what kind of keyboard on what place. And you mm -hmm. probably... Haven't even considered the fact that if there are two well, widely used keyboard layouts, learning would be difficult and getting used to would take time. Actually, I have to uh, step in and say that uh, our keyboard layouts, uh, both QRT and uh, F1, is based on European, European uh, layouts. US have like a different enter key and such. They have... No a different number of keys on their keyboards. Mm -hmm. Oh, in that sense. You have maybe misunderstood what I meant. What I said was in our country, there are two standards. In UK, there isn't, is what I was saying. Uh -huh. I know, I know. I just wanted to add. You know, because one of my friends actually, uh, she said, funny story. Um, I remember one day in university, she came and said, you know, we are using keyboard and all, but I want to learn F keyboard and get used to using F keyboard so that I am able to better adapt in the future. Um. And then she did that. She actually started using F keyboard to everybody's annoyance. <laughs> and then she moved to Germany. <laughs> like until the last part that she moved to Germany, I thought the person you're mentioning is me. <laughs> But no, I don't know. I don't know why you moved to F. Enes came into our lives with his F keyboard layout. He didn't <laughs> start using F keyboard. Huh. This is how we like, met him. Maybe <laughs> like I like I once had a, a F keyboarded key a, a laptop. That's how I started using it. Before then, I was using QWERTY and not uh, how do you say uh, fluent in F keyboards. <laughs> I'm still not fluent in any keyboard, by the way. Huh? <laughs> um, oh, we know. We know from your typos. <laughs> and like, <laughs> after that, I needed to buy an I needed to buy a new computer. And I was thinking about buying an F keyboard again. But uh, at the time I started using software tools and which uses shortcuts a lot. So I decided, okay, it should be like maybe also, I thought maybe I needed to sell it somehow or needed to give it to my parents or my brothers or such if I'm done with the computer. Uh, 
So I decided to buy a QWERTY keyboard. Later on, I started using QWERTY again, but with the uh, smartphones. But if we bought a keyboard thing. After some time, uh, when I started using smartphones, uh, I decided to switch to F keyboard on my phone. Now I'm bilingual. Anyway, I use QWERTY <laughs> on uh, computers, on my work computer and my home computer, and I use uh, F keyboards on a phone. So also the other reason that I started using it, I did a lot of uh, typos back then. And I still do, <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, maybe if I put an extra step, like I need, like, I need to focus on it because, uh, I change keyboards each time I switch uh, devices. So maybe I will, uh, care, uh, it will increase my attention. I will, uh, focus on more, but I don't now. Now I'm fluent in, how is, how is that working out? <laughs> Like, like, I don't even, like, I don't even understand. I'm switching yeah, between <laughs> keyboards. I don't even understand, but I'm still doing typos. It's so fun. Mm. So to, to detail more about NS's typos, <laughs> uh, since he uses a keyboard on his phone and makes uh, many typos, one day I realized why we, we uh, me and our friends, couldn't understand NS's uh, typed uh, sentences was not how he talks. It's because uh, his typos are different from the QWERTY keyboard user typos. Like <laughs> different, uh, different letters are beside each other. So when he types SEN, it might not because AN. Becomes what was it coming in us? Ben and San is same. Actually, you and I, uh, but uh-huh. it really changes the meaning of the sentence. Or <laughs> at the end of the uh, suffixes, like if I uh-huh. say yaptım or yaptın, uh, which is you done or uh, I done. Uh, I- yeah, I did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like translating is hard. <laughs> like I did or you did. I yaptım or you yaptım or yaptın is different because one is I did, one is you did, and M and N are so close in F keyboard. But I see it's same in QWERTY. Well, yeah, that was what I was gonna say. You know, this makes a lot of sense because uh, when they were first designing the layout for F keyboard, they tried to. Uh, arrange it in such a way that words that are commonly used in Turkish mm-hmm. uh, have letters in similar places. So when you make a typo on a F keyboard, you are much more likely to write a word that actually exists compared to Turkish QWERTY. Yeah. yeah that's the main reason people understand QWERTY typos mm-hmm. easily. Yeah, because they, they usually become very weird and non-Turkish. Uh, yeah. So by the way, that I think it's really interesting. Yeah, depending on the type of keyboard you use, there are plenty of different typos you may be doing. Like if you are using a swipe keyboard on your telephone. Um, <laughs> Why would you do that? I used to do that and it was it worked great. I used to do that up till I b- bought my iPhone. Uh, back at mm-hmm. the Android, I used swipe. And 
the, when I did typos, I didn't usually do typos, but when I did typos, they were <laughs> the words that are written with similar uh, word letter placements. Like, yeah, like T9. <laughs> you would write something that is slightly different, but letters are close on the keyboard. Um, and like if you are using autocorrect feature from Apple products, you would often have relatively uncommon words switched with common but wrong words. Like <laughs> it's a it's a really fun way of understanding how the person interacts with their machine, the typos that they do. Guys, guys, should we also mention the phrase "I'm bird" in Turkish, written in English keyboard? What is that? Oh yeah, that's that's a very interesting concept <laughs> because let me tell you, uh, before we talk about smartphones, uh, there there was a different type of machine that we used to write in Turkish. That was the regular phone keyboard, which is like it started not with QWERTY or anything, but simply ABC was pressing the button for two multiple times. Alphanumerical. Oh. oh. 90s kids will remember that kind of thing. Oh, was what was it? Was it type one? T9. Type. Uh, the T9 is different. Sorry. T9. Alphanumerical keyboards. Yes, and this is okay. right. Yes, as always. That was the... A... T9 is a, a software kind of thing. T9 is the autocorrect yes. feature, not the keyboard itself. No, it was a type of writing. It was not autocorrect. You would just... Put the letters in one by one and hope it would make the word you want to make. And if it didn't, tough luck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the, like the user experience of if you don't, you do not want this word, tough luck. You typed it. It's yours now. I can talk about the user experience of alphanumerical or T9 because, like, I last in in March this year, I was using it. Oh my God! You're right. I was in military service and it was so bad because like in modern <laughs> Yes, I never thought about that. Yes, and it's so bad because like I was texting with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ines. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard because I, I really like my typos and I intentionally do a lot of them sometimes <laughs> and I couldn't done any of those like it was so hard for me i'm so sorry Anas. you had to write the correct versions and it didn't know any of the modern <laughs> like sometimes i use english words i couldn't use those uh, sometimes like even some long uh, words uh, with suffixes it didn't understand mm-hmm. well it was so bad mm-hmm. oh sorry <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. But what I was gonna say is, back at those days, it was uh, very possible to like, like the thing about the Turkish extra letters in the alphabet is, they are close to a variant of them that can be understood when reading in a very close position. Like mm-hmm. uh, there is this letter that comes after C that looks like C, and if you see it in writing, usually you can tell which is which. So in telephone, instead of pressing the extra letter, you would always write the English version. But wait, wait. Uh, the reason for it was because uh, Turkish letters were not included in the standard uh, letters in Europe. Yes, sometimes yeah. that too. Sometimes that too. Sometimes 
that was the reason. Sometimes laziness was the reason for like in my telephone there were Turkish letters, but I was too lazy to actually use them. No, no. <laughs> so uh, what, what I mean is uh, SMS messages didn't have Turkish letters. Huh. Is that true? It, it, if if you typed uh, Turkish letters, it's counted as two SMSs. So anyway, it was hilarious because in Turkish you would send uh, a text, but because the actual letter different version is also a different word, all types of weird uh, <laughs> words were being sent between people. Yeah, do, do not type I'm bored in a Turkish on keyboard. Oh yeah, because like can we, we can't say it. Like, don't you guys have an example that is not swearing? <laughs> no, because we are very immature people. Uh, yes. Freaked up. <laughs> right. <laughs> when when you write "I am bored" and send it to a Turkish person in Turkish, it becomes "I am freaked," "I am screwed," "I am yes. done for." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but by the way, uh, it was not counting as two SMSs. It was cutting off uh, the limits of SMSs. I found an article about it. Oh. You can include it in the show notes. By the way, talking about show notes, you can also write down. I mean, type down your uh, type in your favorite social media accounts and follow us on socials. Yay! Yay! Tell, tell us, tell us which keyboard key is your favorite? Yes. On Twitter or Instagram. And why is it Q? Speaking of that, why is it Q? <laughs> I am so glad you asked. Remember the time you asked what kind of keyboards you used, and I said cheapest one from the store. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. And I am a person who plays a lot of computer games. Like this was a problem when I tried F keyboard too, because in the F keyboard, all the key mapping is wrong for playing the game. Mm-hmm. And like in modern games, you usually can rearrange the key layout. But that's not that wasn't always the case when I used an F keyboard in the middle school. Um, so it became, it became all kinds of different problems emerged from that. But uh, back to the original topic, I use the cheapest keyboard from the store and I play a lot of computer games. And in computer games, sometimes WASD is the keys mm-hmm. used for moving around. And additionally, A is the most commonly used vowel in Turkish language. Correct. So when you put these two together, uh, in my keyboard, uh, A is pressed very commonly. The mm-hmm. letter A, key for A is pressed very commonly. And apparently I broke the uh, key, but we, I mean, <laughs> when I pressed it a lot, like for moving, you know, you keep pressing it, press for a long duration. It started to like um, break the flow like you press it but it's it's like it's released and repressed stuff like that does that make sense to you mm-hmm. yeah uh, and this was because of the mechanical wear and tear on the key itself so i switched it with q <laughs> uh, which is less commonly used in games um so what i had like for long presses so what i ended up is in my uh, qwerty keyboard it's actually a verti because oh. a and q is swapped <laughs> <laughs> just like the French 
Leo? Yes. I Oh, is it the French? I thought it was... Yeah, it is Amartya's yeah, French. Okay. Uh, okay. It's also Azerbaijani. Okay, I was thinking of Azerbaijani. Okay, this is this is this is really funny. You should say that because, like, I am now using an external keyboard. But guess what key is missing on my laptop keyboard? Oh no! Uh, wait, wait! I have to! I have to correct myself. Azerbaijani is Q U E R. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Avarta. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Azerty is the France, Belgium, and some African co- countries. But I see the reason you are mixing those two. That Azerty. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Don't come hating on me. Or if you come and hate, uh, please do so in our social media accounts, which you can find in the show notes. <laughs> Okay, but I want to I want to roll back to something, uh, and that's that's the uh, shortcuts part NS mentioned, because I also have to uh, sometimes because even Turkish Q is not enough for some programs because you need to do some shortcuts that are impossible, or like yes, or like not very helpful in the Turkish Q layout. Because we have, we have like removed the symbols and put put in uh, Turkish letters in there. So, like for example, I have to I have a button switch that switches between Turkish Q and English Q, so I Same. can not suffer yeah. in those programs. So I do Same. I do want to talk about that. I, I and I actually like want to uh, know how you guys handle that. Well. I have to add, I had the same problem with Illustrator, like um, for years it had, it, it didn't have a Turkish um, karşılık. Support, Turkish support. Turkish replacement for its um, most used keyboard shortcuts, like uh, bring it front, send it back, really um the most needed um keyboard shortcut i would use in illustrator and finally i think they did it last year <laughs> i'm so happy i'm a new person i don't need to change the english keyboard anymore <laughs> and since i stopped uh, playing sims on my computer i don't need the bracket keys anymore <laughs> you can go back to being Shift eight and shift nine. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, you should always uh, control S or command S your files or works projects. Unless you are using autosave. Yes, but if you are still using, even though you are using autosave, you should do that. Never forget that. And it's on F keyboard. It's so much pain to use because you need to switch to your right <laughs> hand then. But if you are oh, using a mouse, you can't. Enes is absolutely right. If you are uh, living in the stone ages and your uh, the type <laughs> of programs you use doesn't have auto save future. One popular example is Unity Editor. Good oh. riddance. Um, um, if you are using that kind of program, then you need to keep reminding yourself to control as your files. Yeah, even though my even though the programs I use have auto save, I still use Control S. I do it out of 
habit. It's like okay. it's the same reason I use F keyboards. I mean, mm. I feel I, I like being like an old person in a way. Like <laughs> it's like hipstering. My friends call me Anatoly hipster in that period. Enes, let let I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to pop your bubble butts. <laughs> bubble butt. My <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather is a very old person, and I have never once seen him use controllers. <laughs> yeah, like, I, 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 my mom was taught uh, F keyboard touch typing uh, when she first started uh, teaching. And are you calling my mom old, Enes? Oh, yeah, oh. why not? <laughs> oh, this is this is our standard oh. dishwasher debate. I, I, I am sorry, your mother. Why are you saying her name? <laughs> in, in, in conclusion, we dox each other's families. Uh, <laughs> If they wanted to differentiate me from the other 100 Izalçeliks on the internet, can, can, I, can I talk about another uh, annoying shortcut? Of course. I thought you were going to say another annoying parents. Please continue. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Uh, you may know that in US keyboards you are doing add symbol by shift two, if I'm remembering it correctly. But on Turkish keyboard layout, Turkish QRT layout, uh, is it the same in F the placements NS? No. Yeah, I will check it. But I, I, okay. as I remember, it is alt U. Oh okay. my god. Yeah. I uh, control uh, U. Uh, in t Turkish QRT, uh, it's command Q, not command Q, it's alt Q, which which is, as as an example before, can be really mixed up with command Q, which is yes. the quit key keyboard shortcut on Max. For that reason, <laughs> you're in a bad place. You're just typing up your email address and the software disappears. <laughs> Because uh, it yes. doesn't... Software is the only program that doesn't ask, are you really sure you want to quit? <laughs> But in, I hate software for it. In Firefox and Chrome, they put like, you need to hold command Q. Yes. Well, I mean, to their credit, they know everyone with a piece of their mind would want to quit Safari immediately, so they don't <laughs> ask. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, if I was in Safari, I would be very, I would always be sure that I wanted to close it. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense exactly. when you think about it. <laughs> But yeah, we in 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 conclusion, we don't talk about Apple products, so we can't talk about <laughs> Safari either. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you know that there were typing? Um, What was it called? Typing. Editions. Watermelons. Yes, yes. Uh, there, the, there are typewriting championships. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and if um, keyboard was really popular in this. Well, that's that's understandable because, like, in terms of design, it really was made for like with data in at hand from like Turkish language. Mm -hmm. uh, it really was made with. Specialized use in Turkish, in mind. You know, everybody keeps saying this uh, that there is some data for 
this particular design or Dvorak is like very uh, better in regards stuff like that. So I, I got very curious and I did some research and I learned how you measure that. Uh, I learned how you measure if a keyboard is good or not. You want to learn about it? Of course. Uh -huh. But because you know that I'm very excited, uh, you may like if you don't want to hear about it, say it. I will. I will only. I want to hear about it. I I, I don't want to hear. I it. I'm sure our listeners are eager to hear it. No. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, so before I I, I want to talk about the other keyboard designs in detail. Like there's Dvorak which is popular for hipsters everywhere, except in Turkey, where the hipster thing to do is using F keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there are other, uh, other uh, layouts too, which, with, which have their own benefits. But I'm going to talk directly about the theory of it. And I learned this from a very useful IEEE paper, where they discussed how to best implement a touch keyboard for Indian. In the Indian writing, there are so many letters. And these letters often have some complications that are not in the English alphabet, like different ways they are used. So it's very complicated. And using an English uh, type thing usually doesn't work out. So they really do a lot of theory. And uh, the basic concept is when you are writing to when you are writing words, if two letters are more likely to be encountered nearby, that particular, uh, those particular two letters should be closer, is the basic idea. So they went with this and thought, what is the best thing we can do with this? And they developed the hooks keyboard, like the hooks law for spring uh, okay. elasticity. That guy. Like he, he isn't the one who designed it. They named it after the guy. Oh. Um, like if, if he had that, if he had the choice, he may have not chosen to be remembered with that particular thing. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, the idea is very simple. Imagine there are springs between every single key on a keyboard. Okay. And each time you write a word, the letters that come after each other slightly makes the spring tighter. Okay. So when you write apple, A and P is tightened. P and P are the same letters. P and L is tightened and L and E is tightened. Okay. You start with this and you write a whole book um, from start to end. And then when you theoretically connect, when you theoretically release these keys, the combination that gets closer is the combination that is used in succession more often. Hmm. So this is uh, how they ended up with the hooks layout of for English. Can, it has nothing to do with QWERTY. I will put it on the show notes. Can you? Yeah. Will, can you put? I want to see how horrible this is. But that is not how the F keyboard F keyboard I mean, is made. I have to know. I I would very much like to hear it. But hooks keyboard isn't something that is designed for human human usage. Ironically, oh, perfect. Uh, hook, because uh, when a human writes something, they, they use two hands. So like that, even if they did use that layout and it's circle, by the way, because of the way physics works. But um, 
even with real hands, you wouldn't want that because two hands are in two different places. Uh, not from a single center. Like if for an octopus, Hook's keyboard is brilliant. <laughs> an octopus in the middle of a keyboard would love, love using a Hook's keyboard, but... Great news for Octopi today. Indeed, indeed. Octopi writing community or a spider maybe will be very happy with these news, but... Um, that's the theoretical computation. So with this uh, system, you end up with a formula that gives you the optimal configuration. Like you can insert your layout to the formula and you end up with a number and you can use that number to compare it with other layouts. Okay. Um, so it's, it was a very informative thing. And mm. in there, of course, he also um, included how different keyboard configurations compared with each other, like Dorak with QWERTY, like not QWERTY in particular, but different ones. And this, along with the fact that I wasn't able to find a proper experiment result that compared different keyboard layouts, makes me think that layout isn't very important mm. in when we are talking about keyboards. Like, unless you want to write very fast, it doesn't really matter, and this is not something that people are particularly invested in. Like, some people say Dorak is so much amazing. Oh my God, this is the best! But literally, no one is saying that. Literally, I mean, no I'll one. come to that because, like, <laughs> I don't even see I'm switching between keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> but in truth, this is not very well studied phenomena, and the fact that it isn't very well studied makes me think that it doesn't really make a lot of difference. Well. But it does make a difference with Indian because the guy's conclusion mm. on the paper was that if we use these English type keyboards in India, people are making all types of horrible typos and writing mm -hmm. speed is horrible. Learning yeah. curve is very steep. So we should do something more local was the guy's conclusion. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's a very good kind another like interesting thing is because we have been on, only talking about like alphabetical keyboards because like in Turkish, we use the same alphabet as English. We use Latin alphabet with additional letters. But we can still make sense of those letters. But for example, like in Ukraine or in Russia, as far as I know, or in some uh, Balkan countries, they use phonetic uh, keyboards. Where like, because the letter itself doesn't like visually match, they... Uh, associate all of them like they use the QWERTY layout but they associate each letter with the one that is phonetically associated in their language like so that is a whole another topic and especially like in places like India or uh, China where they have so much more characters in their alphabet the layout does not make the same sense but I want to touch on that and I think like uh I believe I'm not as well as worse as NS knows in terms of like how the F keyboard was made. But uh, from what I know, it is not similar to that in that like the frequently used letters should be next to each other. In fact, it's quite opposite of that. If you look at the F keyboard, like you can see all the vowels are like on the left side uh, easily approachable because you have in Turkish, you alternate between them usually. But they work with like Turkish language association to make sure like both hands uh, were used equally so you can use all 10 fingers if you're uh, typing fast 
and they split the frequent letters based on the data they got from Turkish Language Association, so that all of your like all of them were in different places for your fingers to reach. And that's why I believe like there is like yes, there is not enough data or research done into this, but there is enough like like Isal said, there's enough like uh, success in, for example, typewriting championships with the Turkish keyboard, Turkish F keyboard, because it is actually very optimal for that usage. Please keep in mind that F keyboard is uh, created in 50s. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, it gets its meaning in two ways. Uh, first is we are done. We are not using the same language as in 50s. The language kind of changes. It's a living thing. It's, it's a living organism. The second thing is I don't trust their uh, way of uh, building the keyboard. Okay, maybe it's it is more useful in Turkish than QWERTY back then. But still, like there can be better keyboard layouts if the research is done with computers with the current dev- uh, current technology we have right now. Actually, so you would be very I, upset. Almost everything people use in statistics was developed in 18th century. <laughs> the computers only make stuff work faster. Like they, they, they very little um, additional technique is developed to statistics well, after part- 19th century. But we can put more info, uh, more data in software, more Turkish uh, language. Uh, examples in that uh, software to develop a better layout maybe I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about out loud I agree with you because I also know that uh, compared to 50, like 50 years ago uh, when people coined for by the way in the Turkish language grammar makes it very easy to coin words from other languages like you can very easily insert a word <laughs> to the middle of a sentence in Turkish by making slight adjustments <laughs> for instance um, like it doesn't even have to be other languages you can yes. like Turkish is a very, very flexible language its grammar is very uh, permissive of aberrational practices and that's why that, that was such a beautiful sentence I loved the fact that I said <laughs> that sentence out loud anyway um, in Turkish uh, 50 years ago The common languages for coining words were French and Persian. Right now, English uh, word coinage is more common in Turkish. So, like, yes, yes. even with the uh, like, it is very natural for uh, different priorities to emerge. And also, there is a great difference in why you would use a keyboard back mm-hmm. from 50 years ago. Like, I mainly use my keyboard for either playing games where a button. Meaning is not very important, but keyboard ergonomics is uh, more important. So uh, having your fingers in that location is prioritized, not the actual mm-hmm. word, not the actual letter. And also I mainly do computer programming. And in computer programming, of course, there are very different uh, priorities you need to think about in terms of keyboard layouts. And also I write in English and Turkish, so like... You know, I I have very mixed usages. Obviously, in typewriters, you don't do computer programming. So, mm. different, <laughs> different priorities. For now. Um, yeah. Different <laughs> priorities. So, um, 
That's why I am under the impression that the exact layout isn't very important. It's more about using a keyboard that you are comfortable with. Like if you are maybe really in a competition, maybe it gives a slight edge. But when you are a, 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 an everyday user, a regular person who is using a keyboard, I think the most important thing is being used to the one you are using. The actual mm. layout doesn't really affect you in a significant way. I do agree with that. Like, I think for the end user, it doesn't make much sense. But it is curious to me that at, at least I haven't seen many while researching for this. But it, it, it is curious to me that there is not even that much widespread use for, like, specialized use. Because, like, if you have made, like, for example, an optimal layout for typing very fast, uh, there are uses for that in some areas and even there it's it still does not see you does that make sense uh, you know let me let me tell you something that is i think related um back when i was working as an electrical engineer in the company i worked uh, they wanted to buy new computers for workers like mm -hmm. we, we should buy new computers they were thinking and immediately they went to gamer computers even though our job was basically writing either writing computer programs or running uh, mm. 3d designs of objects mechanical objects because gaming computers have the necessary properties for that particular operation so where i'm going with this is um even if gaming computer and engineering computer were two different machines you would probably end up with people who would not want to get those. You like right. um, such specialization doesn't really correspond with the actual people's usage. Okay, I, I I used a bad example. Let me try a better example. No, I think I I, th I think I understand that. Like it's kind of a issue of over specialization. Oh, I can't speak. Unnatural <laughs> specialization. Like if there was a specialized okay. keyboard layout for uh, Turkish for English and for coding, I would still have not wanted to buy three different keyboards. That is okay. That is, yeah, that is true. I don't know. And especially with keyboards, you need to learn using the keyboard. You take some getting yes, used to yes, it. It is very unlikely that you are going to use keyboard for one single activity your entire life. That is also true. I don't know. It is just weird to see, like, because I mean, Especially now, like within the past 20 years, keyboards, etc., has been so much part of our lives that it is weird that there is not as much as research going into it. I mean, there's sort of research going into it because when you think of it in an abstract sense, like a keyboard is a way to way for you to enter words into a computer. That, that is correct. So there's optical recognition and also voice recognition. That is also a way of entering words into a computer. So <laughs> instead of trying to optimize your finger work, they are trying to optimize the interaction itself. Okay, that is fair. What do you think, Zal? Do, do you think uh, voice recognition will replace keyboards? Uh, my opinion on keyboards going away is that uh, maybe they would go away for text input, but... We need them for other things, like sh keyboard shortcuts on pro on um, work software. 
Yeah, so you mean like maybe what may what may happen is instead of having yeah, this having this um, mechanical device with keys on it, it may become become a completely touch uh, tablet kind of thing that depending on mm-hmm. the thing you are doing the layout of input buttons which are not necessarily keys of letters but different input buttons may end up in different places depending on the thing you use i just feel like that's not going to be a thing i i think key- keyboards will like stick out for long long time i think that way too i mean obviously if you are playing a shooter game you can't just uh, say go forward and shoot right <laughs> to the computer you need some way to actually control the movement but maybe hand gestures can become that input there are game controllers for that instead of keyboards yeah that's what i was saying i think like the thing about keyboards is similar to cell phones they do a lot of things mm-hmm. one of them is actually entering words into a computer Mm-hmm. But they do other things too, which is why it is difficult to think for a single replacement. We need to individualize those different tasks and consider their replacements individually. It also feels like unnecessary. Like there is nothing wrong with keyboards. <laughs> Controversial statement, I know. Like it's uh, in, to me, uh, everything that tries to like replace keyboards because. I don't know if you guys remember this. There was like a trend of, I don't know how many years ago this was. There was like a laptop they were trying to release that had like, it has no keyboard. It has like a light layout and you light it up and you type on your table. Oh, I remember that. That that kind of stuff just feels like trying to quote unquote innovate for innovation's sake instead of like any like taught given to user experience or need um i agree with you i agree that that particular innovation was like look there's very little point to actually removing a keyboard from the mm-hmm. computer layout one of them is space constraints uh, the other is decreasing the amount of weight of the thing um but like when you can put touch keyboard on the screen on the touch screen that pretty mm-hmm. much makes much, much of those Yeah. Necessity is obsolete. I mean, isn't it like that is also another point? Like when we really feel desperate to remove the keyboard out of the equation, what we do is like what you usually do is use a tablet and then use a portable keyboard when you need the keyboard, and when you don't need it, you just use the ta- tablet itself. Yeah, that that's me. <laughs> yeah, um... Oh, also, I I, I think. I know, I know we are not talking about Apple, but this reminds me how Apple tried to. Um... Why are gaslighting our viewers about not talking about Apple when <laughs> our first episode is about Apple? Like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, we we talked about it enough, right? How uh, how they tried to change function row to uh. uh A screen that you can put any type of keyboards in. Oh, like when uh, like Illustrator didn't have um, layers uh, shortcuts on Turkish keyboard, but I was using my friend's computer, which had the um, I forgot its name, 
the little screen thing. I would use that to move up and down layers. Like it could uh, replace shortcuts as well. I think what people really want is with their keyboards some uh, modifiable input parts. Yeah. Like I don't want to change the entire configuration. I just want to be able to add a few buttons that does few things <laughs> that I want them to do. Yeah, not everyone wants that though. That's not unique to keyboards though. Like in my mouse, there are like seven buttons just for that. So I wouldn't say that is unique to keyboards. Yeah, like pe people sometimes want to um, be able to interact with their computer in a specialized way. And uh, the universality of keyboard may not always be able to accommodate yeah. that desire. Well, people want that and I respect that as long as they're not using Dora. Also, yeah, and like also <laughs> uh, we were able to talk about an entire episode material about keyboards without yes. talking about keyboard lighting. So I consider that a great oh. achievement for us. Uh, so yeah, dear audience, this was our episode about uh, WWDC 2022 <laughs> keynotes. Uh, thanks for listening it. and staying with us to the end. If you want to uh, get to know us better and interact with us, we would very much welcome your thoughts. Uh, please follow us on our various social media and interact with our posts and tell us about your opinions on the Topics we discussed. Like Apple Keynotes. I have been Jan Deniz. My friends are Izal, Binalia and Enes. Thank you for listening. In conclusion. Yeah.